now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Tonight we're coming to you live from Keith's dad's condo where he's having a nice little kickback. I want to thank everybody for coming out. You know, we just came over from the Your Mother's a Fat Bitch Award show and there's just great energy in there, so we're really feeling ourselves. And I'm trying to figure out another way to eat this, so I'm like, I'm just gonna start it. Why don't we get like a keg and throw a kickback? Ladies and gentlemen, Gordos and Gordettes, welcome back to the 61st edition of Just a Kickback. I'm your host, Corbin, here with the other host, Pelly. And Pelly, what's going on? Nothing much. We are back, baby. Just want to say a quick thank you to everybody who donated. Uh, hugely helpful. Uh, you helped out our boy. And we're forever in debt to that. You know, you can have any any one of my toes now. Take your pick. <laughs> any one of them is yours. <laughs> but only one person gets it. Not yeah. everybody. You guys got to fight over who gets Pelly's pinky toe. <laughs> yeah, not the pinky, though. Because uh, you need that for balance. Take the, take the Roman toe. Is that a true toe. thing? I think it is. I would think so. You know, it's kind of like... I don't know. It's like, the, it's like your human training wheels. You know, you lose your pinky toes. You got to be two wheels the whole time constant balance you know you get good at it but it's tough for the first i, I, I just weeks. feel like uh, it's so fucking stubby dude there's no way it keeps up your entire body there's no way i, I refuse to believe it um <laughs> but anyways before we get on to our tangents for the day um we, we jesus I do want to thank you guys as well. Um, we were able to donate $50, which means a lot. And as a kickback community, we were almost at $200, which is huge. I know mm -hmm. it means a lot to Tyler, and it means a lot to us. So thank you. Um, probably not going to be trying to get any money out of you anytime soon. But nonetheless, we appreciate it. Yeah. Um, thank you. <laughs> Before we get into this, though, Corbin, I have a question for you. Or not even a question. I just have a statement. Like... Isn't it the best thing in the world just to lie to someone's face? I just want to get your opinion on this. Isn't how fucking wonderful is it to just flat out lie to someone? <laughs> All right. I actually have an answer to this. I didn't think anytime you tell me you have a serious question for me, I just prepare myself for the worst, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, I actually, there are two scenarios here and one is when you lie cause you have to, mm -hmm. that one, that one's not as, uh, uh, rewarding as the other one, right? Yeah. Like, you get caught, you get caught with weed or whatever, and you got to lie your way out of it. You got your back up against the wall. Mm -hmm. That's the one where you get done with it and you're like, Oh, thank God. But then you feel like a piece of shit cause you know, you did something wrong. Mm -hmm. You just, you just fucking got away with it. The other scenario here is when you don't, like, necessarily have to lie. You know when you're, like, this is what I'm picturing. You're, you're getting, like, uh, Q-tips or something at the supermarket. And the lady asks, oh, oh, what's it for? And you just you just make something up. Yeah. You don't want to tell her that shit. Keep, keep that business to yourself, right. you know? So you got to lie about it. And it's just a, it's a beautiful feeling where, as I completely agree, the first one, you just feel like a scumbag. You're just like, Ugh, that was yes. stressful. I had to lie my way through that shit. But yes, like exactly. the lady at the store, you're like, fuck you. You don't need to know my shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Or like uh, like the movies. I always hated when the movie, like the movies, when you go to see like a sequel for a movie, mm -hmm. you'd be like, oh man, like how'd you like the first one? I, I will always say, oh, I don't know. I've never seen it. And I'll just walk in. <laughs> Obviously, I've seen the fucking prequel to this goddamn movie, dumbass. You think, yeah. you think, you think I'm going to fucking Ghostbusters two without seeing Ghostbusters one? You fucking yeah. Really I'm, I'm not. I'm not in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets without going to the Sorcerer's Stone first. Like, what is that fucking nonsense? It's just ridiculous. Yeah. It, it stems exactly. from stupid questions where you have these lies. Like, I had so the other day, I was outside of my house for whatever reason getting something from my car or whatever it may have been and this dude pulls up and he's in one of those standing segway things and he's selling oh, that makes you so such a douche first off off the bat fuck you pussy fuck your pussy ass <laughs> like get the fuck off my lawn with your dumbass segway <laughs> and your folder full of fucking papers like so he comes oh, up man. to me and he's like uh, i'm guessing you're not the homeowner i was like Nope, not the homeowner. First, first one's a truth tell. I, I tell the truth there, you know? 
Oh, but, dude, I would have said yes. Just to, just for him to be like, oh, shit, you are? And I'd be like, yeah, get the fuck off my property, dickhead. And you walk in, your mom's like, who is that, sweetie? And you're like, ah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. But so, mind you, there's fucking nine cars in the driveway. It looks like a fucking, like, you know those houses. That's my house, where there's just every car, every used car. that It's like a lot. And they're just all in the driveway. <laughs> and this dude... It's just like, oh, is is the homeowner home? And I was like, nope, no one's home. No one is at this house. And he's like, really? No one's home. Not even, no one's home. The homeowner's not home. And I was like, yep, especially not this car isn't the homeowner. And I point to my mom's absolute mommed out Subaru. And you know what I'm talking about. All the schools oh, yeah. on it, all the stickers for like beaches and random places. I'm like especially not this one and i just walk around i just turn around walk inside like fuck you buddy <laughs> bell's going back to his college days anytime a police officer knocks on the door i i don't know who yep. lives here no what idea are you talking about yeah no, they, no <laughs> deny fucking everything no matter what yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of shitty that that's like that was dead ass our entire life motto through college mm-hmm. every time we threw a party at your house, my house, both of our houses. Yeah. We would be like, deny till you die. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you do. Doesn't matter. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's like, nope. What do you mean? The classic, the classic, yeah, they all took the train home. Just, <laughs> it's like, yep, all the cars are here, but no, nah, they took the train home. It's just me. Just me, yeah, officer. Yeah. These are all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a used car dealer. I don't know. If, I'm a pretty popular used car dealer. Hey, you need you. a car? You need a car? I got a Chevy. Chevy in the driveway. Take it. 2500 <laughs> if you leave me alone. Just <laughs> sells all your roommates' cars. Just like. Smart as hell, though. You give them, you give them like half of it. You're like, listen. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry your mom is down a Subaru. <laughs> But at the same time, you don't have a criminal record. We're chilling. Yeah, hands him five hundred dollars for the like makes a thousand dollars. Twenty eighteen. His brand new Subaru. Just like <laughs> this is all I could get. I mean, you're lucky the cops didn't come. Like, you're lucky we didn't get. Yeah, a yeah. <laughs> Dude drove a hard bargain. I don't know what to tell you. Just like, oh, guy, understand? Just completely understanding. <laughs> <laughs> oh man lying lying though when you don't have to in certain situations right you're kind of a dick if you just lie to like everybody all the time yeah but it's it's this very and it's mostly with retail workers Mm. who just want to know way too much it's the best feeling in the world oh yeah just just be like you now know less about me than you did before you asked yeah congratulations (laughs) i bamboozled your ass i'm like i'm like fucking james bond I'm like fucking Gene Gray. Mm-hmm. I'm like uh, I'm like a fucking I'm like Edward from uh, Twilight. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, you're Corbin Houdini. I'm supernatural. It's, fucking, it's nuts. Yeah. But yeah, and I think a part of that stems from the fact that literally every time my mom would go out to a restaurant, she would divulge way too much fucking information. They would oh, know our yeah. entire life story by the end of that mm-hmm. fucking meal. It's like, dog. They really, this, this waitress, Kathy at the fucking diner around the corner did not need to know this. Did not. (laughs) It's, it's almost worse. Like when your parents do that kind of shit and you know, the person doesn't want to know what the hell they're talking about. It, it, it it makes it a little bit better. It's worse when the people are like, oh, like no way you guys went to Florida in 2007, (laughs) six years ago. Right. Like, I was there in 2006, and now they go into, they're both yeah. exchanging information. Like, it's it's necessary to save the goddamn president or something. <laughs> That's when it's the worst. God, it's like, guys, give it a rest. Just, I want to eat my hamburger in peace. I don't want to hear about your yes. trip to Disney. Fucking Wendy. <laughs> God. Because you know that she's got a waitress ass name. Oh. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy. Kathy. Yeah. Um, Amber, Amber is a good waitress name. Sam, just Sam. I don't know. I think that oh, one works. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know what I'd always get for guys? Luke. Luke, huh. the waiter. That That's a, that's an interesting one. I don't know. I, I don't really notice. I don't really notice. I've had some traumatic experiences with guy waiters. 
One time, a waiter called me boss, and I couldn't get over it. I could not get myself around that. I thought he was going to stab me in the fucking parking lot. It's like, why is this dude calling me boss? I was, <laughs> I was genuinely expecting you to tell me, like, you got into a, a verbal fight with some fucking waiter and he spit in your food or something. Nope, he just called you boss. <laughs> Although, also demeaning as hell. So demeaning. But way less than spitting in your food. Yeah, I mean, there's certain words you say, though, that feels like a spit in your food. Like, okay, I'm going to break them down right now. It's boss. It's pal. Buddy. Buddy is a huge one. Sport. Mm-hmm. I think we... Is, is sport. Uh, sport is diabolical. The sport's a punch in the fucking stomach right there. That'll send you to the ground. If I get called sport, like, it's those are fighting <laughs> words right there. You're going to call me sport like I'm a fucking child? God oh, damn. Oh, God. You sound, you sound like fucking uh, Great Gatsby. <laughs> Don't fucking call me sport, fucking asshole. God, oh, fuck Jay Gatsby. I, th- that book pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> wow all right that came out of nowhere i mean jay gatsby is a dick but like, i did i mean it's a book right <laughs> the end of the day. it doesn't matter that much honestly it doesn't matter that much but i just remember being a sophomore in english class and just fuming ready to rip that thing into shreds it's just like shut this pussy ass up you didn't get the girl she married the lunkhead get over yourself you have all this money just just grab some more bitches what are you doing like, like it baffled me. <laughs> no, you know what? Piss. What's the guy's name? What's the, what's the fucking not Jay Gatsby? Who's the, who's the? Oh, uh, the yeah, he's uh, he was Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire, in the movie. yes. Yeah, that guy pissed me yeah. off. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, what? Are you, <laughs> the whole fucking thing, the whole goddamn scenario was just frustrating. The way he turned on the light every night, like no one's looking outside to see that shit. Yeah, the the no, like, ugh. the fact that they were just drunk driving the whole time. Come on, guys, why why are you putting that in? It was in all fairness, hands? it was what the twenties. Yeah, it was the twenties. But I had kids yeah. in my English class who were drunk driving the next year, and I, I think Great Gatsby had something to do with it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Pelly, you're gonna get you're gonna get it banned from like some fucking from some, uh, from. Jesus, dude. I don't know. I, I, you know what's happening, Pelly? I had an energy drink for the first because I got like four hours of sleep last night. Yeah. I had an energy drink for the first time in like a year. I, I can't even speak. God damn. Yeah, you're going like a mile a fucking minute right now. Jesus. Yeah, I am. Um, what I was saying was you're gonna get you're gonna get Great Gatsby banned in some hobunk town yeah. in Indiana. They're gonna be like, like, mom. Look what I listened to on Just a Kickback, because somehow we're allowed, but Jake Gatsby isn't, right? (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) Um, All right, so before this gets off the rails, Pelly, because we we meant for a real short intro today. I don't know what the hell happens. I don't know how we get into the Footloose town. I I don't know where we are, but let's 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 take the car back out of those those mangy streets, out of those those you know gospel s towns and and back into some real life shit let's let's get into some sports yeah some sports Mm -hmm. baby before we get into what we are going to talk about do me a favor right now momentary interruption to like follow subscribe wherever you're listening to make sure you are keeping up with the latest episodes and if you are on apple Podcasts or you have an iphone because this is a free app automatically downloaded in every fucking iphone do me a favor head to our page Scroll down to the bottom, leave us a five-star rating, write a review. Uh, anything you want in the review, as long as it's five stars, help us mm-hmm. out. Um, because it is the fastest way that we can grow and the fastest way that you can help us grow. Again, completely free. takes 30 seconds. Take a second right now and do that. All right. <laughs> All right. I, dude, I'm going to pass out. This is what – I'm going to pass out this episode. Yeah, I know. It's insane. Yeah, where Corbin's going to flatline on the fucking podcast. It's over. <laughs> you know what the worst part is? My dumbass my dumb wore a jersey over a shirt like you idiots could see me. It's a sports episode. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to throw on the, the Boston Marathon uh, Bogarts jersey. Run with it. It's a sports episode. Mm-hmm. No one's going to fucking see me. You can barely see me. You thought it was a cardigan. Yeah. I did think it was a cardigan. I honestly did. I was like, bold choice. <sighs> Damn. I, honestly, yeah. 
I, it does. It's cardigan-esque, but it's not a bad thing. Cardigans aren't bad. I think it's an underrated sweater. I have no, to say. No, I love cardigans. You but know? that uh, my point is, is that I'm, I'm sweaty. I'm going a mile a minute. I can hear my heart rate. Um, but anyways, we need to get into this. So yep. there, there's something <laughs> special, Pelly. There's something real special about sports. That that just it, – it, it literally, no matter what is going on in your life, you can put – all of your emotions into, into people who have no idea who you are and will never know who you are. And you yep. live or die <laughs> by these people. You live or die by them. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. So anyways, to commemorate that feeling, <laughs> the feeling of people who will never know who you are, we are going to divulge our... Is that the right word? Divulge? Yeah. I think that's the right word. I don't know. It sounds but. weird. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, but if, to your point, though, it's actually insane how these people will never, ever, like, where these people are, you could be such a huge sports fan and go your entire life, like, really liking some guy, and he would, he if you saw him in person, he'd be like, all right, buddy, yeah. sign your baseball, and he'd be like, yeah, see you later. Me. Like, I really, like, who the fuck was right. that? And you spend your entire life, your posters on the walls, your fucking... You're praying to him every night before supper. You're like, oh, like Dustin Pedroia, please give us this this main, this wonderful meal that my wife cooked. Like, <laughs> it's insane. It's one of the wildest things in the world, and it's such an inherently American thing yeah. too. Where like, oh, I feel I don't like think in. So. Well, you're right. You're right, and I was about to contradict myself super hard. Well, you obviously have soccer. And soccer stands on this fucking pedestal mm-hmm. of, like, oh, my God. Like, every kid who isn't growing up in America and isn't, like, fucking Canadian <laughs> is just, like, soccer is everything from the moment they're Yeah. Born. And it's just, like, you're either Messi or Ronaldo, and that's right. it. It's crazy. It, it, it has always baffled me, and I'm I'm victim to it. I, I will die. Mm-hmm. The Red Sox have a bad season. I'm miserable for seven months. I'm miserable. Yeah. Uh, like last year, I was miserable because I, I would sit down, I'd watch a game, they'd get their, their shit rocked, and then I'd turn it off, and it would it would emotionally hurt me. It, yeah. it has always baffled me how they do that. Um, but anyways. It's insane. Like, I feel like even if you had a child, it wouldn't affect you as that much. He could get five strikeouts in a game, and you'd still be on your phone. Yeah. Watching to see if Benatendi got fucking like if he strikes right. out, and you're like, oh fuck, yeah. and then you don't even care about no, that. I don't, I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't give a fuck if if Corbin Jr. misses the tee six times. <laughs> <laughs> he could run, he could hit the ball and run to fucking third. I probably wouldn't even notice. Um, yeah. All right, so let's do this. We are counting down our top. What are we doing? Three, two, one, three. We'll do yeah. three. We'll do. We'll run three. Yeah. All right, so we're going to do our top three moments. We asked you guys, the listeners, what your guys' top moments are. We got a bunch of those to go through, so that'll be fun. Uh, Pelly, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, flip the imaginary coin. Heads. What did you pick? I didn't, I didn't fucking pick anything. I thought you were picking. All right, I picked heads. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so... My very first one, and so mine are just obscure because I don't necessarily watch sports all the time. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of kids will sit down. Like, I obviously have a favorite team. Shout out the Carolina Hurricanes. And if they're on at any point in time, I'll find a stream. I'll sit down. I'll watch a game. But other than that, I'm not really watching games. So a lot of mine are like these passing moments. So I specifically remember it. I'm probably like a sixth grader, maybe a seventh grader. And I'm skiing in Sugarbush, Vermont. Shout out Sugarbush. I'm coming out of the, what they call the Castle Rock Pub, getting lunch just some random day. It was probably like, like one of the last days of the trip because you know, like classic dad won't let you in <laughs> to any restaurant. You have to eat fucking sandwiches on the lift, yep. except it's the last day. And he's like, I want to get my beer on. Like fuck it. <laughs> but so it's the last day. I'm walking by the TV in the corner of the room. And I look up, and I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll stay to watch this game. It's got, like, six seconds left. Ohio State, Michigan, right? The point guard gets the ball. And at the time, I don't know his name. His name is Evan Turner. But the point guard gets the ball. He's dribbling down. He takes a shot from about the fucking, like, I, I'm going to call it the hash marks because I'm a classic <laughs> hockey player. But the fucking logo 
the half court takes <laughs> no like like not necessarily the half court but like right at the base of the logo oh like okay three yeah, yeah so, so it's a really really deep three, okay you know mm-hmm. so he takes this shot he leaves his arm in the fucking air just leaves it there and in that moment, 12-year-old Matthew Pellison <laughs> is floating through space and time. The, everything has stopped. The, just, <laughs> I am living in that moment and in that moment only. And then it drains and the whole place goes fucking wild. But he keeps that hand in the fucking air. He lets his entire team pick him up and bring him off. And his hand is in the fucking air. And I was like, that is the coolest shit I have ever seen. Like... Wow. <laughs> Fucking that guy. Yeah, th- these are going to be obscure as fuck, aren't they? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If that was the most obscure, most random sports moment, but I remember watching that and being like, this is this is God right here. <laughs> like, Evan Turner in that moment, hand in the air. Like, God damn. Wow. There are so many collegiate <laughs> heroes in basketball that you just never hear of again. Yeah. You would never hear. I'm pretty of. sure. I mean, what plays, is Evan Turner doing? I'm now? pretty sure he played a pretty decent amount in the NBA. Pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. But like, he was never like the hero like he was in college. So yeah. That's nutty. That people. Like, I don't know. I've always wondered that about like college basketball players. Like Jim. Remember Jimmer for mm-hmm. Oh yeah, playing in China. Yeah. Now. He's an absolute beast. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> I always imagine like imagine if you were that person, but nothing came to fruition. You know what I mean? You're sitting in your house. Just watching that highlight over and over again. Like, honey, come in. <laughs> this is where I hit the shot. And it's just like, Evan, I fucking no, dude. <laughs> You've a kid. God damn it. Let it go. Could you change the diaper, please? <laughs> Your son is screaming in the other room. And you're playing that 20-second clip on rerun the whole fucking night. I'm sure that does happen. And you know what it becomes? It becomes the people who push their kids into a sport so hard that those kids end up addicted mm-hmm. to, like, fucking meth or something. Um, <laughs> God. So dark. You, that's the entire state of fucking New Mexico. Yeah. So, that's just I yeah, mean. That's where they go. Um, anyways, we got to start. We got to start rolling here, chat. Um <laughs> So I'm going to move on to my, my number one. Mine's not actually about the sport itself. It's just about something that happened at a game. And I will always distinctly remember this moment. When I was younger, I used to go to uh, Red Sox games like literally once a month. So mm-hmm. two-thirds of these are going to be Red Sox related. Um, yeah. But we all knew that was going to happen. Um, so I'm at a game. I was probably like I was probably around the same age, 13, maybe, maybe 12. Um, and I'd always mm-hmm. – Wondered what it'd be like for someone to run out onto the field. And the seventh inning of this goddamn game in late July, one dude ran out onto the middle of the field. You know how people like, No way. You know how people like no but way. no no, this is that's not the big highlight of the story. But you know when people yeah. get out on the field, they try to make a run for it? This dude uh-huh. this dude turned around to, towards where we were sitting, like amazed that he was allowed onto the field. And while he's standing there, everyone's cheering, he's got his hands up in the air. The biggest goddamn bodyguard I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Doesn't even tackle this guy. He runs full spare, uh, full spread this dude, arm out, just clotheslines the fuck out of him. Just clotheslines him. Goddamn. Like, not even a tackle. This dude KO'd. I, when I say KO'd, mm-hmm. I mean slump. They had to carry him out in a stretcher. Um, like, I mean, that I love. One of my favorite things in sports entirety is the bodyguards that they hire to work at baseball games or at football games and stuff. Cause you, you know, they're just a high school football player mm-hmm. who finally had their moment. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like a 65 year old lady falling in love for the first time. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just like, you really thought everything was past. You thought like, well, your life's on the, the downturn, but here's this opportunity and yeah. outcomes just, the huskiest dude in his sweatpants and his polo shirt and just chugging along ready for his moment just he's like he was waiting since freshman year fucking tryouts to make that fucking tackle yep. and he didn't even need to tackle him. Into him he just beat the shit out of him essentially <laughs> his forearm was the size of my goddamn face he just rammed it into his nose Jeez. and the guy didn't even fucking notice he was doing one of those things like you know when you're like on the olympic podium and you're like yeah, like, you know, 30 years yeah. of training have come to this moment. That's what that dude was in. All 30 years. And he just got mm-hmm. fucking bodied. That dude might not be alive today. He, he might have killed him. Yeah. 
Yeah, you honestly, you might have decapitated the motherfucker. <laughs> like, but that would be insane. A de- decapitation at your first baseball game, yeah. pretty sick. Now nah, that know? was that was like that was like baseball game number eleven. So I was kind of used yeah. to the atmosphere, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. But nothing will ever. That was that was unbelievable. I will never forget mm-hmm. that. Um, That's why you gotta right, bring probably. a katana to your baseball games. But right, all right, my pocket staff. <laughs> pocket staff. All right, so my next moment here, um, another kind of obscure one. I'm not gonna lie. Gee, uh, that's a surprise. Is <laughs> that's how it's gonna be? And yeah. I was probably a similar age. Uh, probably no, I was probably a little bit older at this point. Probably like 14 years old or so, maybe 15. Um, and I'm at dinner with my family, and you know when there's TVs in the restaurant, you're sitting on the side to face the TV. Like, you're not, it, like, if you're, yeah, if you're, like, a beta soy boy cuck, like, maybe you're going to sit on the other side where you can't see the TV. But I'm not. So I'm going to sit on the side with the fucking TV. So <laughs> I'm watching this game. It's Broncos-Steelers first-round playoff game. Oh, wow. That and is a throwback. Holy shit. is playing at the fucking quarterback position than our lord and savior, Timothy Tebow. <laughs> and this dude, I, I, like, I can remember this like it's yesterday. Last play of the game, Broncos are on offense. He steps back, right? He's looking around his options. He cuts to the right. He's running out, scrambling a little, little bit. You see, like, James Harrison of the Steelers, just the scariest man alive about to end this dude's entire <laughs> fucking life. And he just takes the most beautiful southern Texas or southern Florida boy fucking pass and just drills it right into the hands of the tight end, scores that final game-winning touchdown. And I was, I sat there in that moment. I was like, this is Jesus Christ. This is the second <laughs> coming of Jesus Christ right here in this man, Tim Tebow. This is Kelly. He's back. Billy, I think you got a little bit of a uh, issue with Jesus and God. <laughs> nope. Anyone who anyone who remotely does anything interesting, Billy's like, it's Jesus. This it's is Jesus. It. He's back. No, Repent but no sins. joke. Like he had he had the entire fucking country doing a prayer stance without them even yeah. knowing it. That was fucking Tebowing. Everybody got down on a knee. Like you yep. might as well have had the prayer hands out. Literally, no one did anything. There's no. There's not a single pope. There's not a single priest in this fucking planet that has done more for religion than Tim Tebow has. I'm not even. I'm not even trying to. That, there's no joke about that. Tim Tebow has done more for organized religion than anybody over the course of the history of fucking time. I, he was. He was the chosen one. He was the fucking one, and he failed us. And I think he owes us a fucking apology. Tim Tebow needs to get on a fucking press conference right now and tell the entire country of America, I'm fucking sorry. Like, I apologize. I was going, I told you I'd take you to the promised land, and I failed. Are you done? I'm I'm pissed. I'm heated. I'm a little heated. Not gonna lie. Oh man, Catholic schoolboy Pelly just came out in the fullest form I have ever seen in my entire life, and I've known you for a long time now. It's frustrating though, and the the worst part about it is I know Tim Tebow is kicking himself for one reason. He's kicking himself because he chose God over pussy in college. He could have gotten <laughs> any girl. In Gainesville. Or, dude, I don't know what you're going to do, Tim. And it's okay. Most likely. I'm going to guess, guys. I will. I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess, guys. It very well could be. And he could have had the hottest fucking tail in all of Gainesville. The sickest body of the sickest dude out there. And it's just Tim Tebow's to fucking have. But, hey, no, he chose God. (laughs) Like, (laughs) even God is up there like, buddy, I give you four years. Then the rest of the time you got to worship me. I give you four years in Gainesville with Aaron Hernandez. Go get some Poo-Tang. What are you doing? Like, what the fuck? Dude, Aaron Hernandez. I can't believe Aaron Hernandez didn't break Tim Tebow. That would be the number one it. dude I'd get to break him. That, that'd yeah, be it. 100%. Also, he's now married to Miss South Africa. 
kind of an out of nowhere pick. Not yeah. that it's a bad pick, but like kind of out of nowhere. You'd yeah. expect like uh, you'd expect like Mother Teresa the twelfth. You know what? Valley, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a very religious man. Mother I'm not. Teresa the twelfth. <laughs> I don't even know where that is. We're just going to move on. We're moving on. We're moving on. All right. Do you what want... is she like Malia Obama? Like that's who I, that's yes. who Mother Teresa the 12th would be friends with. Is like Chelsea Clinton and 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 Malia. Obama. How old is how old are they? I, Ch- Ma- Malia Obama's our age. Um All right. Yeah, so she's Chelsea 25 Clinton's in that's her late tw- in her early 30s probably. Yeah. All right. So she's pretty close. Yeah, Mother Teresa the 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 12th. That makes sense. His wife now is 25. That's pretty close to us. Yeah, but it also doesn't matter that Mother Teresa didn't ever marry because she's a nun. But it's fine. <laughs> Pelly, you're telling me that woman wasn't 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 hitting it. I okay. Come on. You know what? I agree. Mother Teresa, Mother Teresa, honestly, did way more than Tim Tebow ever would. You know, oh, a million percent, a hundred percent. She was banging so much more than Tim Tebow. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, no questions asked. Um, do you want a ridiculous one, a cool one, or just the, the one I oblig... I'm, I'm, not I'm, obli- I'm obligated, have- I'd say. Thank you. I'm <laughs> obligated to say. Um, let's, do it. let's do a smorgasbord, you know, smorgasbord. How the hell am I supposed to... I'm no only idea. supposed to give one pick. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, I'll do the, I'll do the kind of funny one. Um. Again, this one, relating to the Red Sox, not actually at a Red Sox game, though, this time. And not honestly involving any Red Sox players. But I'm going to include it because it's about mm-hmm. the uh, 2007 World Series. I was old enough to remember, because the 2004 World Series, I was six. I remember them winning, but I don't really remember, you know, the team. I don't remember any like that. This was the first time I remember the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at that time, I was 10 years old. They have this famous song, Shipping Up to Boston. Classic Dropkick by, uh, Murphys. The Dropkick Murphys. Yep. yep. Um, you, the only reason you know that is because you went to URI. Um, well, also Chell. Chell had that song in it. So, of course, uh, I'm going to know true. that. True. Chell did have that song yeah. in there. Um, I, I The only way I knew the Dropkick Murphys was through that song. Now, to celebrate the World Series as a parade, to open up the parade was a concert. I was like, Mom, we got to go to the concert. Like, how cool would it be to see uh, Jonathan Papelbon and shipping up to Boston? Right? <laughs> and we were like, my mom was like, oh, yeah, yeah, honey, I'll bring you whatever. So it was me, 10 years old. My mom, a middle-aged woman, going to a Dropkick Murphys concert. Little did we know that besides Tessie, their cover of Tessie, and shipping up to Boston, they're a pretty hardcore metal band. Yep. They have pretty hardcore <laughs> metal listeners. Jeez. And my dumbass, it was a free show, so we get there super early. We're right up against the fence. Three songs in, the guy next to me turns turns to the dude next to him and just punches him square in the oh goddamn my God. <laughs> mosh pit breaks out. Ten year old me in the middle of a mosh pit. My my forty something year old mom in the middle of a mosh pit. There's people crowd surfing over us. We got Jonathan Papelbon does end up on stage, but he's he's like riot riot. You know <laughs> the police are coming in. It was like it was like all of a sudden God ten damn. year old me was in the middle of a goddamn apocalypse. Jesus Christ, Corbin! You could have easily gotten your ass fucking trampled, like yeah, super easily. I like, wow, that is insane though. I feel like, as a young person, as a smaller person in a mosh pit, it's one of the most frightening things ever. Cause you're like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm just going with this. Like I'm being thrown into another person and then thrown back, and you're just pushing all around. You know that. You know for a fact your mom was throwing fucking haymakers that night. She was just boom, <laughs> elbow to that dude, just boom, right oh, in the yeah. fucking face. Oh yeah. Yeah. My mom was bodying motherfuckers trying to get me out oh, of there. Yeah. Cause I I still I t- t- it took me like a year to figure out what the hell a mosh pit was. I just thought there was a fight. <laughs> like I I was fucking ten years old. What was I supposed to be like? You know, disrespect your surroundings, right? <laughs> I wasn't like that. God damn it. Wow, just the surprise for you and your mom to to show up there early mm-hmm. expecting like kind of like mellow rock, you know what I mean? And then just right. turns, douche, just guy next to you gets clocked. Yeah. Good God. And to be honest with you, I wasn't even expecting like super mellow rock. Obviously, shipping out to boss is a pretty, yeah. like, it's not like death metal, but it's pretty heavy metal mm-hmm. shit. I was expecting a lot of like Red Sox fans. They weren't even fucking Red Sox fans. They were just drunk Irish people beating <laughs> the shit out of each other. 
Yeah, they were just people with <laughs> felonies. Like that that's just the whole entire right. thing. God damn. Exactly. <laughs> Still love the Dropkick Murphys. Yeah. I kind of do want to go see him in concert now that I can defend myself yeah, a little I bit. Mean, and by a little bit, I mean I have 45 seconds worth of fight in my entire <laughs> life. Um, yeah, those are just right, scary what fucking is your... dudes. Like, God. But, yeah, all right. They were scary motherfuckers. So my next one, um, well, I'll do an honorable mention. And and then so I'll give you the chance to do an honorable mention because my honorable mention's quick. Um, is the Olympics. I'm a huge Olympics fan. I'm just going to encapsulate them all i very much remember being a small child and watching michael phelps just absolutely run game on every motherfucker in that pool in 2008 in beijing just standing in front of that that tv being like this is the greatest sports moment that i will ever witness and i'm fucking like nine years old i'm like 10 (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah he was the greatest ever. the dude was like Um, i think back on it it's like there is no other sports person that we've seen that has absolutely dominated as much as Michael Phelps did in his game. Like, probably never will see it. How many did he end up winning? Like seventeen, he won 18, eighteen, right? In fucking Beijing, in Beijing, right. he won eight alone, I think he, and then I think over the course of it, he, he got to like sixteen or seventeen. But eight in Beijing—that's one of the wildest things ever. And that was like, and that's also the thing you don't realize about swimmers, which is crazy to me. It's like he was like our age when he did that. Oh my god! Sorry, but yeah, he was dude, our he age. He was like, but anyway, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I know. Corbin. Just I won. found out how many total. Medals. How many? I found out how many total medals he won. It's twenty. Jesus Christmas! What is going on? And he was in. He was in. Uh, he was only in four. Olympics. Yeah, he was in Three, Beijing, London, Three. Brazil. And Athens. I think that's it. He was in Athens in 2004, but he didn't win anything in Athens. Right. But so he's only really in three. He, yeah. And he won 28. And he won 28 in that's in, in fucking like in 12 years. You know what I mean? Like there is no one. Yeah. And and it, the entire time, all throughout it, was smoking hella nugget, and everybody knows it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like. <laughs> Wait, is this your honorable mention? Or is this, this is my honorable one? mention. This is my honorable mention. Oh, this this episode's gonna be fucking yeah. okay. two hours long. All right, I, all right. <laughs> I'm moving like on people. to my my number one because I I could go on from about Michael Phelps for probably a week <laughs> fucking straight. So my number one is, and this is this is my number one because I'm a huge hockey fan, but and it's another Olympic moment, and that's why I was leading into it. Is Winter Olympics USA versus Canada gold medal game. Um, I think it was 2014, I want to say. Um, yeah, I think it is 2014. It may be 2010. But it was my cousin Tommy's christening. And we're all in some bar. And you know the type of place that you go to after a christening or like some sort of thing or like a brisk if you're Jewish. I don't know. But like you go to some dingy little like catered place. And there's a bar, and there's a TV in the corner, and everybody's watching the TV the entire time. And I remember all of us just being absolutely obsessed with this game. And as a lot of people probably don't know, what happens in the game is they're tied, or Canada is up 3 2. And in the last, like, point of a second, Zach Parise scores against Robert Luongo to tie the game and send both of them to overtime. And the whole place just fucking erupted. And we're going nuts. We're like, oh my god. This is it. USA is winning the cup. I mean, USA is winning the gold, not the cup. But, so we're all sitting there. And then, probably five minutes into overtime, fucking Sidney Crosby comes down and scores an absolute yep. beauty and just sinks one right past fucking Ryan Miller and... I've never felt more devastated in connection with a sports game in my entire life. Like, I literally think I cried. I was just like, wow. I wanted that gold. I wanted I wanted to wear that around my yeah. fucking neck. I wanted, I was going to fly out there. <laughs> but, God. <laughs> somehow, Belly ends up on a fucking, like, yeah. on a boat celebrating Ooh, somehow. <laughs> I'm with the, every, like, hey, we are the champions. But no, Sidney Crosby had to score that goal. Who the hell let this 12-year-old? Yeah, yeah. Sidney Crosby ruined America. Oh, that, my that, God. That entire series, too. Jeez. Um, all right. Let, let me get my honorable mention out of the way here before we get – because we got to get some of these viewers mm-hmm. in. Um, 
Honorable mention goes to in 2008. Uh, we went to, I think I went to like a ton of Red Sox games that year because it was Manny Ramirez was trying to get to oh, 500. Yeah. And once he got to like, once he got to like 480, I was like, Mom, we got to catch one of these balls. Um, <laughs> Always you and your mom. I love so it. So but... on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so so we go to a bunch of them and we, we try to sit in like home run hot areas and we get, we, finally we get one. He's at 498. Mm-hmm. Hits one, lands, I mean, literally inches from my seat. I dive off of my hand into some old man, and the old man just turns around, fucking takes it. No fucking way. Uh, I would have had 499 of many God damn. I mean, honestly, I think if any of us were that old man, we'd all do the same exact thing. You know what I mean? I mean, I, yeah, I get up and walk away. Fuck I'm, that snotty yeah, I might even punch you right in the face for hitting me. But yeah, at the same time, it's like there's got to be that part of you that's like this kid literally dove over three fucking sections to get to me. This kid is bleeding yeah. from the fucking nose and the hands from scraping himself to try to get this <laughs> ball. And like he deserves yeah. it. But God. Mm-hmm. And to make matters worse, we were sitting right next to the handicap area, too. <laughs> And this guy in crutches dove to try and get me the ball. And some old man still Jeez. took it. Like, like all of us were like, oh, get the 10-year-old the ball. Yeah. This would be the coolest moment of his life. It probably would have been. Except for that <laughs> fucking old man. Now, now I'm spiteful. I hate yeah. old white men. I mean, who fucking doesn't? Um, Come on now. I think we all hate old white men. <laughs> but, like, that is, you know for a fact, that dude's sitting at home just... He's got a glass case for Manny Ramirez's four ninety nine yep. ball, and he's just yeah, he he's Steve Buscemi from 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 Billy Madison, just putting on lipstick, Adam Sandler, and yep. just loading his gun. You know, God, just a weirdo. Yeah, that guy's fucking worse. He probably sold it to to help with his crippling horse betting addiction. <laughs> I would say I would. That guy is um, probably a huge better. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past yep. him. Yeah, gotta be. Yeah, South Boston, mm-hmm. gotta be. Um, all right, this is my number one. Strictly out of it's just a necessity as a New England sports fan. That's a 2017 mm-hmm. Super Bowl, um, 28 to three comeback, the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history, maybe even yeah. in sports. Um, just absolutely insane. Got to witness it live. Don't remember a ton of it, but I do remember being there. And just witnessing that to me, Pelly, you know how you keep talking about the second mm-hmm. coming of Christ and the second that to me was when it was like, holy yeah. shit, I'm witnessing the greatest football player of my of of any entire generation. That's that's it. There's no doubt yeah. about it at that point I mean, anymore. And now it's like It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Now the twenty eight to three shit. It really doesn't mean a lot in his his entire legacy, Tom Brady. But but for us New England fans, obviously he was he was the best before that in our eyes. But for you know for a New England sports fan, that was finally where we were able to be like, hey asshole, you could say Tom Brady's the worst. You know you know he's a system mm-hmm. quarterback. He just made the biggest goddamn comeback in Super Bowl history. Yeah, and you can't argue with it. No, I mean, it was honestly just a crazy ass fucking moment. Like. And the thing about it was I remember that moment for me. I was watching that game off campus. And at the time, I was a freshman. So a lot of people were on campus watching that game. And then there was an absolute riot at our school right afterwards. And I, the, the one thing I remember from that game is watching it being like, wow, this is, this is fucking crazy. Like, damn, there will never be a Super Bowl like that. Coming home and just my entire living situation being like a scene out of fucking Blade Runner. It looked like the whole place yeah. was just wiped out. You had papers, mm-hmm. dumpsters on fire, people running around naked in the streets screaming Tom Brady's name. Like it was just absolute fucking anarchy. The the power that dude yeah. had to do that to multiple city cities in in multiple states for for a football game. Like wow. That you know? Yeah. Yep. That's it's just it's something we will yeah. never witness again. We never will. Yeah. Ever. And we, we just gotta bask mm-hmm. in the greatness. I'm I'm saying that's what um, Tim Tebow could have right. been, but he failed. 
He failed us. Yeah. Yeah, he could have. Yeah, a little any longer on the Bible study, that dude would have had the powers yeah. of Christ, too. He would have just been unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Levitating, just electric shit, shocking you know? people like uh, the emperor. Just, yeah. <laughs> I, I swear, I, I. He just gets the. Force. That's a power that Jesus definitely has, and he doesn't want to use. Like you know, there's those points in times. He's Dude. like, I could shock the fuck out of Pontius Pilate right now, but fuck it, it's not good for the story. <laughs> I know way too much about. Religion. You know, what we need to start worshiping. We need. We need to start. <laughs> We need to start really getting into like Norse or Greek or Roman mythology and just be like, be like, yeah, that dude had the fucking power of <laughs> Zeus on his side, you know? Like, instead of fucking yeah. Christ, it should be fucking Zeus. That dude had way cooler yeah. powers than fucking healing sick people and rising from the dead <laughs> once. Yeah, I mean, if Zeus is Greek. That that would be like Thor or fucking what's his name? No. Yeah, that that's Norse. Well, Zeus Zeus has the power of thunder. Yeah, but and lightning. but but he's a Greek god. And Norse gods are like Thor, yeah, that's Loki. What I said. What's the What's the dude with the big beard, um, and the eye patch? Odin. I, Odin. There we go. Yeah, those are those are. Pelly, no, I'm saying, let's say we should do Norse, Greek, or Roman. Just oh, like one okay. of the multi like Egyptian, yeah. maybe. You know. Oh, so you just I don't know what there is there. You just got mad options yeah. for for right. Yeah, polyamorous right. gods. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it, whatever. All right, let's get into some of these. Uh, let's get into some of these viewer submissions. I'm gonna keep names out of it. We're gonna keep names out of most things unless you tell me to put your name in mm-hmm. it, because I don't know what you guys want. Um, so I got two here. We're probably gonna run through these pretty quickly because you guys have been listening to us ramble for a while now. Um, first one is one of our listeners. You know who you are. Was present. For the Edelman touchdown pass against the Ravens in the divisional round of the playoffs. One of the coolest goddamn mm-hmm. moments as a pa- uh, Patriots fan. But to be there in that goddamn atmosphere, pff, fuck it. It's over. Yeah. I would die. That'd be it. Pass away. I think, honestly, I think that was the true start of White Boy Summer. Like, there is no <laughs> other bigger White Boy moment than Julian Edelman throwing a touchdown pass with his douchebag beard and his weird-ass hair. Like, he... Yeah. Really, truly encapsulated that moment of going from definitely a high school douchebag his entire life quarterback, and then somehow making it as a wide receiver. He that that was Chet. I know for a fact Chet Hanks was watching that and was like, "This is White Boy Summer right here." Yeah, that's where he came up with the idea. Yep, that um, moment. <laughs> all right, the other one I got is, and we for some reason neither of us really gamble. I mean, gambling's mm-hmm. such a huge portion of sports, and neither of us really do that. Yeah. Um, so we had to include at least one. Um, so another one of our listeners, again, you know who you are, um, put a ton of money on a finals game for the NBA. Not just any finals game. The 2018 NBA finals. The first game of the NBA 2018 finals. Now, I know a lot of you remember this game. Yep. I, know you, I know you know what I'm about to say. J.R. Smith. Last seconds on the shot clock. Grab the rebound. Wide open layup to win the game. He dribbles it out, and they go into OT, and they lose. Mm-hmm. This dude loses a ton of fucking money. J.R. Smith, one of the coolest motherfuckers on the planet. Really terrible. Really terrible at game. Like, game sense. Always has been. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that I, – I don't know why we don't do that. We just don't. I think it's because I'm terrible at it. I but also that's think debilitating. Yeah, I think I'd I'd um, uh, have to sell my parents' house and all my clothes and and everything off of my back because I, I've, I wouldn't be able to handle it. I really wouldn't. That's why I don't even touch the thing. But yeah, I mean, it's just like that. But that moment was just crazy too. I don't know. There's also a part of that moment that was like for me, it was like I felt so bad for J.R. Smith. Because everybody, and it, it, I don't care who you are. You could be the best sports player at your school for years on end. Everybody's made a fucking mistake like that in a game where you've literally just been like, fuck. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm done. You know, I'm absolutely done. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how you, as a professional NBA, you're getting paid millions of goddamn dollars a year. How do you not realize that you're going to win a finals game? How do you not? I don't know. J.R. Smith is one of the like mysteries of sports. Yeah, will always be a mystery sport. Oh yeah, he's he's an absolute. Well, because you know he's just ripped off his mind. But so 
another yeah. viewer submitted one that we had. Um, I got two really quick for you right here. Um, friend of mine submitted this in saying that he was in a Chinese buffet um, in Indiana with his entire extended family that all went to Auburn during that Auburn touchdown run back. And that's one of the craziest sports highlights in general, just because he catches the ball and you're like, okay, he starts running. You're like, all right, he, he cuts through and you're like, whoa. And then he, he breaks and it's, you're yeah. like, it's over. And then the guy starts going, Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football <laughs> game. And he said that his entire family stood up at their fucking table, just throwing plates, running around, jumping all over. Everybody working there is like, Ugh. what the fuck is going on? And they're just screaming, Auburn's going to win the football game. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. I love those moments in sports where you're just frozen, no idea what to say. Yeah. All you can do is just celebrate. Yeah. No no recollection of yeah. it either. Like, even if you're dead sober, you just don't remember what you do because you're so excited mm-hmm. about it. And it doesn't matter where you are, who around you, who is around you, or anything like that. You're literally like, there's not a lot of more pure celebrations than than a sports celebration because you can. It brings together yep. fucking nations, and you're just like, wow, that was insane. But the other one I got was this one's from my little brother actually. Said that in the March Madness game, um, it was Murray State versus Marquette. Ja motherfucking Morant comes down. Right? Just leaps. Just so, like, more than you would ever imagine this kid to ever in his life jump. Dunks it right over some big white kid on Marquette. Like, looks like the fucking Michelin man. And jumps the guy. And just comes back down. And then proceeds to hit a couple sick-ass threes in that game. And he, he attested as the moment he fell in love with basketball. Which I absolutely love. Such a ridiculous... <laughs> Like uh, uh, you had, you had literal like in our era of basketball. Because yeah. he's not that much younger than no. us. We had some of the greatest players, probably you know, the the bottom four of the top five, yeah. right? Players of all time play, and you choose John ja Moran mm-hmm. out of Murray State to be the one that you fell in love with basketball for. I mean, that's the beauty of fucking college sports, though. Is you could watch a certain game and then some guy does something and he's literally your age and just a fucking kid and you think about that moment forever because you're like, wow, that True. was so fuck. And that's me with Evan Turner. It's like literally my entire, a lot of what I've done in my life has been to the Evan Turner model of leave the fucking <laughs> arm up. And I saw that when I was 11, you know, you leave the arm up when you do something. Miss, no miss, whatever it is. The arm stays fucking up in the air, son. That's it. <laughs> oh, man. That, that is a life motto, actually. I kind of fuck yeah. with that. Uh, that, might be, that might be the picture of this episode. Honestly, um, that could be a t-shirt. Just Evan Turner's arm, leave the arm up. Words underneath it. You know what I mean? Like, arm stays up. Arm stays up. Um, <laughs> all right, so we got we got one more. We wanted to make this one quick. It's probably not going to be quick because this is so ridiculous. Another viewer submitted one. Um, this one is its not so much a story as it is just a fact that blows everyone's mind. Will Chamberlain, from the age of 15 to 55, slept with 20,000 women. Now, Pelly, just to put it in perspective for people who don't know who Will Chamberlain is, he had... 13 years in the NBA, scored the most points anyone has ever scored in an entire game, mm-hmm. averaged, I think it was 20 points and 22 rebounds, all while having sex with two or 20,000 women. Unbelievable. God damn. I mean, the dude gets busy. I'm not going to lie. The dude gets busy. I don't know... From a physical standpoint, how he's completing this. He is seven foot one inches tall. Everybody in his time frame, I, I'm sure, especially women, don't reach past 5'3 to 5'4. You know? Feasibly, I don't understand how he's doing it. Does he just have one in each hand? You know? Like, is he just Has swapping? To. Has to. And, like, the only other. Yes. 
Go ahead. It's just wild. It's, it, it baffles me. The only other explanation I can have than he was just doubling up every time he had sex was that this was the most efficient man on the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. He, was like, he was like, yes, I know. I'm the greatest basketball player in my time. Yes, I understand you want to have sex with me. Give me you, – you have two minutes. Get what you need to get done, and then I'm out. And that was just it. Yeah. And he was just able to like – you know, like just efficient. It wasn't on his mind or anything. Mm-hmm. He just did it. I mean – That was it. I have That's questions about this that – like, one, what is he considering having sex with? Like, is it just one one slide in? Or are you finishing with each and every one of these girls? Because 20, mm, that's a that's huge difference. There's a difference there. Finishing with 20,000 girls or just having sex with 20,000 girls, you know? I mean, who is this yeah. man? Who is this fucking man? <laughs> He's a maniac. Yeah, I, yeah, I... I will never that's that's that might be the greatest like just like human achievement of all time. Mm-hmm. And that's not even like oh man like bro you back two when he does like no 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 no. I don't I honestly don't really give a shit. Um but I care about the fact that this dude set the record for most points scored in a game. Yeah. All while his focus was on setting other records <laughs> outside of the court. He was a record like, machine. God damn. My um, Okay, I'm gonna look up how many people has Dennis. How many people have Dennis Rod as Dennis Rodman slept with? Which is probably a good amount, but there's nowhere near. Right, but um, twenty thousand. Twenty thousand is just no. He said uh two two thousand, and that dude is like a known playboy, right? That's like his whole thing. Yeah. For him, for him to be at only two thousand, this dude. I I mean, it's it's incredible. Like like. As a feat, human-wise, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Not even, like, douchebag, like, bro, it's so cool. You you know, like, literally, as a human, that's incredible. Yeah, no, it, it's honestly insane. And I don't know how he did it, you know, but he did it somehow. It's like the Tyler Crater line said, put him in the chamber all against their Wilt Chamberlain. And that's just how it is. Maybe that's how he did it, you know? <laughs> Let's hope not. Well, but. I really fucking hope not. <laughs> Really hope not. Um, all right, so that has been our list, your list. If you guys have any others that you want us to hear, uh, but you didn't have time to, to DM us, please DM us now. We'd love to hear your stories. Um, other than that, Pelly, you got anything? Um, I want to say quickly, apologize, Tim. Say you're sorry to America. I, I'm talking directly to you, Tim Tebow. Apologize, please. And die up, baby. Grinding at the mud, damn it every day. Every day, trying to do me dirty, get you out the way. I'm a fucking animal, and you my prey. You my prey. Run up on me, pussy, make you underlay. Grinding at the mud, damn it every day. Trying to do me dirty, get you out the way. I'm a fucking animal, and you my prey. You my prey. Run up on me, pussy, make you my patience i'm the doctor they're my patients all my dogs clowning around shooters on each side of town we the best in the league balling like i'm jeff teague whoa why you getting all the credits where your shit is pathetic always ready for a fight your girl is over every night xxl man here we come put it in and then she come the roof for the apostrophe your shit is an atrocity hit terminal velocity Man will be on vice, flow so dirty I got lice Drinking almost every night With your bitch she hella tight Popping off like champagne Drop the Lynn LeBron jet Savage like no cardiac Hit your bitch from the back Grinding till we hit the top I don't think we'll ever stop Trapping in the basement That's an understatement Be here for entertainment Until we need that payment Grinding at the mud Dan every day I got money, I got time, ain't you, honey? Roll the spliff on the deck, 
then I hop in the whip. Host from the south, sack a bitch, get him out. My time means something, we got lines, we stunt. Pike City coming back, this the all out attack. Climb up the ladder, pockets better be fatter. We can see it from way up, y'all know who you a faker. Jewel in the street, coming back with the heat. Suburban L's, take a few, don't tell. I keep to myself, y'all think I'm doing so well. But I promise this, homie, I can hear church bells. Walking with Rang Gang, we the new wolf gang. 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 Make your underlay. Make your underlay. Make your underlay.